my simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. Welcome to Strictly Business. Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders about the business of media and entertainment. I'm Cynthia Littleton, co-editor-in-chief of Variety. Today, my guests are a big departure from this podcast's usual format of one-on-one conversations focused on how the global content industry is changing right underneath our feet. Today, my guests are a random sampling of young America, teens and young 20-somethings, who gathered in Anaheim, California in June for four days of VidCon. VidCon is a convention that brings fans together with internet personalities. At first it was all YouTubers, but nowadays it includes buzzy stars from TikTok, Instagram, Twitch, and more. It's a bit like walking through a social media feed come to life. There were clumps of people in various corners of the Anaheim Convention Center obsessing over names and franchises, and platforms I had barely heard of. I had a hunch going in that these would probably be the most important conversations I have all year in terms of getting insights into where entertainment is headed. I was not disappointed. It's a given that this generation, and even their older siblings, no longer watch old-fashioned TV. I wanted to hear directly from some of the most rabid consumers of this emerging form of content that fuels the YouTube social media machine. I wanted to learn more about how TikTok et al. have supplanted TV viewing for the generation that has never known a world without smartphones. Do they watch in primetime hours? How do they discover new personalities? How do they navigate their social feeds? I ventured into VidCom as a journalist, but before long, I started to feel like Margaret Mead. As I realized the depth of all that I do not know about this world, I spoke with 10 randomly chosen small clusters of VidCon attendees. It's not a scientific sample by any means, but it is nevertheless enlightening. Each group was devoted to their own custom-tailored esoteric slice of fandom. One thing that Hollywood really needs to know that was consistent across each of the groups that I spoke with Most of what they stan deeply is produced and monetized utterly outside of the mainstream entertainment giants that dominate traditional TV and film. 
This is a world of fans who actively support the creators, and yes, that is what they are broadly called, creators, through merchandise and direct subscription sales. Of course, the people I spoke with on June 23rd are by definition the kind of hardcore enthusiasts who will spend real money to attend an event like VidCon. But these are the people who are increasingly driving the entertainment economy. These are the built-in fans who reliably show up for franchises they love. They lined up outdoors by the hundreds in 85-degree Anaheim heat for a handshake and photo op with their heroes. As you'll hear, it's important at this juncture for Hollywood to understand that this rising consumer cohort expects to have a very different kind of relationship with the creators they embrace than Hollywood has known in the past. I was blown away by what I learned by going directly to the source. I hope you'll find it illuminating to hear directly from the next generation of consumers. Here's a sample from Jamie, an 18-year-old from the Minneapolis area. She explained the difference between spending time on TikTok and watching a TV show that she loves. Um, well, with TV, you know, you turn on a show and you like it, and maybe by the end of the day, like you find yourself falling asleep. <laughs> with TikTok, it's definitely different because you just go, you scroll and scroll and scroll, and next thing you know, it's like 3 a.m. and you're still up watching TikTok. More pearls of wisdom from VidCon are coming up right after this break. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward, don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss. A common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using oh. fabric softener. Oh. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. And we're back with Strictly Business on the ground at VidCon 2022. 
The first thing I realized while scrolling around is that with the VidCon demo, everybody's a creator. That's important to understanding the ethos. There were a number of events and panels that featured personalities gushing about how one minute they were a super fan and the next minute they're gaining followers on their own. Naturally, it didn't take long before I ran into a creator, Dave, a 22-year-old gamer who goes by Critzy on Twitch and other platforms. That's K-R-T-Z-Y-Y. As of June, he has about 101,000 followers on Twitch. I asked him point blank how he makes a living. Um, my my money's kind of comes from a lot of sources, but one of the main things is um, I got signed to a, a gaming organization called Space Station. I'm wearing, wearing the jersey now, and um, basically I rep their org, like wearing a jersey. I have that in my bio and stuff, and they they pay me a salary, you know, to like promote them because they also do gaming events and tournaments, and they sell clothes. So. I kind of am just like a big billboard for them and they pay me and then the rest is kind of through Twitch, merch sales, stuff like that. But let me ask you, how did you get to that point? What what allowed you to get to the point that somebody wanted to pay you to wear their t-shirt? Um, I just was really passionate about gaming and I guess I was pretty good at it so people wanted to watch and um, once I got a decent following then that's kind of when I got on people's radars like Space Station. I asked a number of VidCon goers about what it is that makes them respond to certain creators. Me? I fundamentally don't understand the appeal of watching other people play video games like Minecraft online. But millions of people do. The kind folks who stopped to talk to me were tour guides into a new form of entertainment. I did some interviews against the backdrop of squeals for star Minecraft player Wilbur Soot a snarky young Brit who has 4.5 million followers on Twitch. A sample. Okay, so. <laughs> okay um, I, I'm bringing up music. That's all, all good. We, we don't have all the time in the world at all. We've got a minute and a half. I'm, I'm going to say my name. I'm Alexis. That's it. some observations about the nature of internet fandom from Casper, a 13-year-old from Los Angeles, and an almost 17-year-old from Sherman Oaks, who identified themselves as Poppy System, but I go by Pam Star. Those two are followed by Heather, a 19-year-old from Central Oregon. There are a few that I've been watching since I was really little, like um, Dan Dam is the biggest okay. one that has been like a big part of me like growing up and I don't know it's always been sort of it's nice to watch people just having fun and especially if you're going through a rough time it's good to have something yeah something to distract you or put your mind into a happier place. It's really really amazing to see that there's a whole community sometimes you can feel so alone and so different and completely like nowhere because Minecraft you start out nobody else just you but on YouTube it, it kind of for me uh, especially it opened up a way to connect with other people and see what they're doing and giving me inspiration and 
basically telling me to keep going when times get rough. I really look for somebody who's really kind to their fans, somebody who uh, tries to embody just more of a kind person because I see a lot of people being really rude um, in media nowadays, but um, also somebody that's humorous. I really like somebody who doesn't take themselves too seriously. I asked people to contrast the experience of watching TV with following a creator on social media. I was pleasantly surprised at how many of them took the question seriously. Here are responses from Bryn, a 19-year-old from Southern California, and Daniel, a 16-year-old from Central Oregon. How would you compare the experience of loving a creator, following a creator, versus a TV show that you might have loved? How, how is the experience the same and how is it different? I feel like it's very much the same, like, how you do, I don't know, like absorb that kind of like content and stuff. But I think it's different whereas like you're watching these like creators like put their own personality and their own person like that they want to be to portray themselves as. Whereas if you're watching a TV show, then you would be like watching an actor, a character, like someone else. So I think it's like easier to fall in love with like who the person actually is and just like what they have to bring to the world. I think that's really cool. I really like that I can see the actual person and what who they are as a person instead of a character that's written by someone else that they have to act out. The strong sense of community that successful creators foster around their fan bases is crucial to understanding their appeal. It's heartening to see that young people who seem to spend so much time online do greatly value opportunities to meet their heroes and connect with like-minded fans IRL. The dynamic here is explained by Kalia, a 19-year-old from Colorado who came in full cosplay as Twitch streamer Tubbo, and that included a touch of prosthetic makeup on her cheek to indicate a gash. I think once you get invested in it, you're like, I don't know, it becomes like just a really big community because then you find other people through it, like other people that watch the same stuff and then you find like your best friends and then, I don't know, yeah. And then you want to meet the people that made this stuff because they made you happy. So you're like, let me tell you that you made me happy, so. For the artist, all of this affection also drives merchandise sales. But creators have to earn those dollars as explained here by Heather, followed by Jamie, followed by 19-year-old Andrew from Las Vegas. I think it also depends on the person, how much I want to support that person. Uh, some people, I'll support their music, but I don't necessarily support them as a person. So I'm not going to go out and buy like their merch or their fragrances or clothing line. Um, but for the people I really enjoy, I will. I recently spent like over $100 on merch with for one of my favorite creators. And you know, but at the end of the day, like it's worth it because like aren't, you're not only like supporting your favorite creator, but like now you got like a cool t-shirt you can wear. For sure, because like that's a whole second form of income for them. So this helps them create more content, upgrade their setups, and in turn, we get better videos in return. Don't even think about swiping away. We'll be right back with more Strictly Business after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. 
But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss a common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. And we're back with more Strictly Business live on the ground at VidCon 2022. Another question I asked everyone How do you discover new creators? It's all about that algorithm as explained by 22-year-old creator Dave, followed by Emma, an 18-year-old from the Minneapolis area, followed by Dave's friend Candy, who is also 22. Um, Well, I think nowadays, like, social media is just, like, you know, a very glorified word of mouth. So it's, I find things just through other people sharing things, and that's what I really like about the Internet is uh, it's a lot of cool entertainment comes up like in a non-corporate setting where it's very organic and genuinely entertaining where I think in older media you had to you know be big in corporate and have advertising money so yeah I find everything through social media and just hearing what people are talking about I think you just see like one video or like one compilation of them and you just you find them they're like their profiles and you go from there and like a you know, like a domino effect, kind of. You see one thing, you go to more, more, more. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Then you end up here. I also find a lot of people through word of mouth, like online. I'll get friends that DM me about like, oh, look at this person's stream. They're so cool. Look at this video. It's blowing up right now and stuff like that. And also just like randomly deep diving because like the algorithm for like YouTube and Twitch both are very, in a way, able to push out new things and new content for people. 
Recon experience was stocked with branding and messaging from next-generation media companies like Amazon Prime Video, Spotify, and TikTok. And there was a notable presence of digital tech and VFX firms that cater to the DIY spirit of social media creators and the tools they need to create their content. As all of this was happening in Anaheim, California, I couldn't help but think about all of this activity unfolding in the shadow of the cathedral built to savvy media franchise management, Disneyland. And I couldn't help but be struck by the relative absence of mainstream media companies connected to the properties making the biggest noise at the show. With this in mind, I asked attendees for their perceptions of what I described as old-fashioned TV. The range of responses was interesting and hardly uniform. Big media, listen up, and that includes Paramount Global, which owns VidCon. Here, we'll hear from Dave, followed by Kalia, followed by Casper, followed by Casper's friend, Poppy or Pam, and I must add that they were decked out in cosplay as Dream Slayer from Hermitcraft, as it was explained to me. Um, I, well, I definitely watch movies. You're a little biased. Yeah, I, yeah I, well, I watch movies and stuff, but even growing up, I wasn't big into, like, cable. I was on YouTube growing up. Like, that's why I became a creator, because I grew up watching creators, because, I don't know, there, you know, I was a gamer, and I wasn't, like, really big in school, so I love watching these, like, super popular, cool guys playing games, just like me, and um, so, yeah, no, I kind of, I really only watch movies. I don't really watch TV. My favorite stuff to watch right now is Criminal Minds. I've watched all 15 seasons. I'm watching them all again. Like, there's, and then, like, you know, obviously on Netflix, you have all your favorite shows. Like, yeah, so I'm invested in that as well as, you know, all the normal stuff that everyone else is into. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, I watch TV. Uh, the show I've, I just got, like, really into is Gotham. Okay. Um, and I finished shameless i'm doing i'm watching the walking dead um i i, I definitely watch actual tv too <laughs> um i do too i lean i've been leaning away from cable because there's not a lot of stuff that i want to watch on cable except for like news but i've been getting into more of cartoony stuff like Gravity Falls, this is like my seventh year watching it, um, which is crazy because that's how uh, Casper and I met watching Gravity Falls. Um, and like recently I've gotten into BBC Ghosts, okay. stuff like that. Yeah. I don't really go on the TV much anymore just because I don't really see a point to it. I mean, I guess like a lot more on like, Netflix. I don't know, Netflix and not really like cable as much as when I was like a kid. But like, yeah, more streaming services now. So it's mostly like Netflix, Hulu, yeah, stuff like that, Disney Plus. If there's one thing I took away from VidCom, it was that this is an entirely different entertainment experience than we have seen before. It can become all-consuming in ways that can be unhealthy, people acknowledged. And Kalia, who went all in on her cosplay, was quick to offer a reality check for those who think that everyone will one day make a living as a YouTube star. Keeping that separation of, you know, your time spent enjoying something and then actually doing things in real life. Like, we still got to go to school. We still got to have jobs. Sorry that watching the videos doesn't pay for everything. <laughs> yeah, that's well, important. I'm glad you all My trip to VidCon taught me a lot about how entertainment experiences are changing. It also gave me a real glimpse into Generation ZZ. 
As any reporter knows, when you approach people cold for person-on-the-street reporting, at least 20% of those people are going to be hostile, if not nasty, about the fourth estate. Not this group. With my podcast microphone and recorder in hand, every cluster of attendees I approached were downright eager to chat in depth with me about their media consumption habits. I'm grateful, and I really hope that these contributors and other VidCon attendees will become regular consumers of variety and listeners of Strictly Business. Thanks for listening to what is, for me, a very special episode of Strictly Business. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. We love to hear from listeners. Please go to Variety.com and sign up for our free newsletter. And as always, don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Strictly Business. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app.